get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been, I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four hour late Over fifth stop, I flush out Red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover This is getting colder And I ain't got time and I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people Look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Number one source for knowledge in the information age. High frequency radio network. Thank you. 
my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line I'm
Hey, what's up? What's up? I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. This is the Foundation, and we are High Frequency, where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied, and get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. <coughs> Excuse me. So we are looking to correctly apply that correct information at all times. You know. I want to start off by saying all praises, thanks, and honors due to the creator and ancestors. Also want to say, as I always do, you know, peace, big up, salute to, you know, who by whom I consider my big brother whom I consider the uncle of the conscious community. That would be the one and only Yusuf L, High Frequency Radio Network creator, you know, SBC University, Private Side Solutions.com, you know, secure party creditor, uh, public extraordinary in court, cussing out judge. I'm just playing, you know, I, I don't think he ever cussed out a judge, but, you know, he definitely gotten 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 lippy gotten lippy <laughs> but shout out to my you know my brother L definitely you know check out SBC University dot privatesolutions dot com I also want to invite you to check out welcome to the foundation dot com sign up for the email list make sure you get <clears throat> to be a part of that exclusive content and those exclusive offers only available to those whom are part of the email list. Is that better? Hopefully that's better. And at welcome to the foundation.com. Make sure you check out that PDF section. Get your free learn on free. For the free, not for the fee. Grab and go. You know, if you decide to come back. Check out the education tab. We got the Foundation Trust Primer. Over 18 hand doc, hand-picked documents by, by you know, by me. I did it. I, I picked them out. <laughs> if, you, if you look at the, you know, get started, you don't really understand what's going on. You know, the foundation, this guy's so L. He's talking about trust. There's a lot of different types of trust. He said there's over 80 different types of trust. What's going on here? I suggest you grab that, you know, Foundation Trust Primer with the Foundation Trust Series Part 1, Part 2, Part 3 that you can, you know, right on the back back side of that. It's, it's a beautiful thing. You know, specific type of trust that we administer that we, you know, here with regards to the training and the education that is facilitated here at the Foundation. It's powers it's authority, um, what is what is governed, what governs it, so on and so forth. All of these things, all the way up. Three different parts, foundation, trust series. Also, welcome to the foundation.com. You can check out the foundation, passport, no social. Chris L. came through, blessed us. 
blessed us. It was it was um it was an amazing thing that the brother did. And you know, part one he says is how you get the passport without disclosing the social and part two he said that's how you use it. So, you know, I highly advise if you're interested in such a thing that you check that out. And welcome to the foundation.com. You can also check out the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're in the social media, you can book a consultation as well as make a donation on the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. I'm going to transition to say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners, live callers, live internet listeners, as well as archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, you know, all the listeners, all of them, all of you, all of you. <laughs> I want to say peace to all the trustees and private trustee training here at the foundation, as well as peace to those who are investing in their private education. You know, maybe it's not here at the foundation. That's cool. You know, do your dance. And finally, I want to say peace to anyone you've done business with in the private, their consultation or otherwise, as well as to anyone who has sent an email, well wishes or current event or otherwise added to the foundation. Definitely want the same place for you, Pace, Pace. Pace. Appreciate it. You know what I mean? <laughs> just want to say thank you. No, just playing. Why am I clowning? I don't know why I'm clowning. I appreciate y'all. Welcome to the foundation. Here on, on High Frequency Radio Network, the importance of privacy in an infor- information age. Uh, you know, hey, I've been gone for a little bit. You know, it's, it's good to be back. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. But at the same time, I think it's it's perfect. It's a perfect time to, to, to swing back into action as far as doing this dance here on High Frequency Radio Network. And that would be specifically, you know, the timing of what what ha- what happened recently you know with regards to privacy and how it relates in this information age and and how it affected you know one of the entities that I administer but really we'll get into it we'll get into it this is it's the whole thing it was kind of i would say spontaneous uh this show but that doesn't mean that it's not for real for real like i'm dead you know i'm serious y'all know i don't play around but let's jump into these current events first because you know that's how we do abc news u.s home prices soar at record pace in june jizzoom so i mean i feel like they'd be like 60 days two months ish behind on the numbers u.s home prices jumped by a record amount in June as home buyers competed for a limited supply of available houses. The latest evidence that the housing market remains red hot. The S&P CoreLogic case Schiller 20 City Home Price Index soared 19.1% in June compared with the year earlier, the largest increase on record dating back to 2000. 21 years ago, y'all. The annual price gains in June were higher in all 20 cities than they were in May. Prices are now at record highs in 19 of the of the 20 cities, with the exception 
of Chicago. Quote, the last several months have been extraordinary, not only in the level of price gains, but in the consistency of gains across the country. And quote, this is Craig Lazara. 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 <laughs> Look, managing director of index investment strategy at S&P DJI. There are signs that the high prices are cooling sales a bit. Sales of existing homes rose 1.5% in July from earlier in the year. A separate report showed last week that's a much slower pace than the previous month. And the number of contracts signed by to buy homes, excuse me, a leading indicator of final sales has fallen for two straight months. Prices rose in June by the most in Phoenix, where they soared 29.3% compared with a year earlier, followed by San Diego at 20, uh, I'm sorry, at 27.1% and Seattle at 25%, even Steven. Best be believing, because I mean these prices are not trying under yo. They're not. They're not playing. The panorama has driven many Americans to seek homes in suburban areas that provide more space and are not as congested as apartments in big cities. Yet many other homeowners have been reluctant to sell during the panorama, and the construction of new homes has foundered. You mean floundered? I think it's floundered, but whatever, I didn't write it. Amid shortages of materials, land, and labor, that left just 1.32 million existing homes for sale in July, down 12% from a year earlier. Yet there are signs that the high prices are encouraging more people to sell as the number of available homes rose in July compared with the previous month. Another challenge for would-be home buyers is competition from investors including some Wall Street firms who are pushing single-family homes for rent. Nearly a quarter of all existing home sales in July were all cash sales, up from 16% a year earlier. And that's that's interesting. That's interesting. You know, interesting that that said, CNN Business, Wall Street is buying up family homes. The rent checks are just too juicy to ignore. Housing markets are hotter than ever and big money is getting in on that. Pension funds, investment firms, and Wall Street banks are snapping up family homes in Europe and the United States at a rapid pace as prices rocket higher. Looking for alternatives to lockdown hit office parks and shopping malls and betting that a permanent increase in remote working following the Panorama will keep demand for suburban houses elevated. At the same time, the soaring cost of home ownership means that growing numbers of younger Americans renting rather than buying houses as they start families and gravitate toward the suburbs. Some of them may find their next landlord is based on Wall Street or in London's financial district. Analysts argue that this will improve standards in the rental sector and offer more choice in desirable neighborhoods. <laughs> but some tenants who rent from corporate landlords dispute this, alleging substandard services and excessive rent increases. 
The impact on house prices is less obvious if institutions help build new homes that should bring purchase price and rents down. But if investors are hoovering up existing properties that would otherwise have been sold to individuals that could squeeze out first-time buyers who were already struggling to afford their first homes in the first place. Household incomes in the United States and in the United Kingdom have not kept pace with rising home values in recent years, a trend made worse by the panorama, which has sent average houses prices in both markets to record highs. Despite mortgage rates at historic lows, I'm sorry, housing affordability is worsening in the United States. The median home costs more than four and a half to five times the median household income. Pricier than in the run-up to the 2008 housing crash, man. So basically what they're saying is, this is crazier. This is crazier than 08. It's worse. It's on, it's on another whole nother level. The average house in the UK, on the other hand, costs more than eight times the average earnings of an individual, according to investment manager Schroeders. That level has only been breached twice previously in the past 120 years, around the start of the 20th century and just before the global financial crisis. The result has been a decline in the proportion of households that own their own home from a peak of over 70%. In the early 2000s to around 63% in the past five years, a level last seen in the early 1980s. In the United States, the home ownership rate has been ticking up in recent years following a sharp decline after the financial crisis, but the panorama's effect on prices is making it more difficult for first-time home buyers to complete purchases for institutional investors starved of returns on government bonds, quote, generation rent, End quote, the most mostly millennial cohort born between 1981 and 1996 provides an opportunity for reliable long-term income. With an increase in the average age of renters comes rising demand for larger suburban houses suitable for families. Quote, wealthier people are renting for longer and their demands are going up. End quote, this is Gemma Kendall who advises investors in multifamily properties. For Jones Lang LaSalle in Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. That's pre- precipitated a rush by institutions to buy and build so called single family houses, displacing private landlords and making big investors a powerful new force in housing markets. And you're just going to see more and more of this, you know? Um, Big money wants in on on rent, and uh, I understand it. You you know the the big money's already in on everything else, right? And when I say everything else, I mean if if you take a step back and look at the three main necessities for human life: food, clothing, and shelter. You know, big money is definitely in food. It's definitely in clothing. So, I mean, to expand on the ability to make income, big money wants in. Even before the panorama hit, institutions are already heavily invested in commercial real estate. We're looking at ways to diversify their income streams, said Jeremy Eddy, head of living 
and hospitality capital markets for Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Quote, residential real estate provided an obvious alternative and one of one that has only become more attractive since the panorama. End quote. This is what he told CNN Business. We real estate analytics firm Green Street estimates that single-family rental values in the United States are 15% above their pre-panorama level. Renting out single-family homes is expected to deliver annual returns for private investors in the next three years of 6.8% compared with 6.1% for apartments, 6.3% for industrial properties, and 6.4% for malls, Green Street said in a report released July. Isn't that crazy? Uh, this is a longer article. You can check this out on CNN Business if you're interested. It's entitled, Wall Street is Buying Up Family Homes. The rent checks are too juicy to ignore. I'm going to move forward, though. CNN, player, NASDAQ, CNN Business. NASDAQ, by the way, composite hits new record high. Finishing up. Three-tenths of a percent, excuse me, the S&P 500, which had been on track for a decisive record for much of the day, gave back its modest gains and ended the day flat. Uh, Jobs are the name of the game this week. And the ADP employment report kicked off this week's labor market data with big disappointment. Big disappointment. ABC, growth in U.S. manufacturing is up in August despite problems growth in US manufacturing accelerated in August despite the fact the companies were still struggling with the supply chain problems the Institute for Supply Management a trade group of purchasing managers said today that its index of manufacturing activity rose in August Manufacturing has seen a slowdown in July and in June. Any reading above indicates growth. So good. I mean, congratulations, I guess. August marks the 15th consecutive month that manufacturing has grown after contracting in April 2020. While supply chain problems remain severe, they have eased somewhat in the past few months. So, yo, we got some good news. Reuters. U.S. private payrolls miss expectations in August. Man, we just had some good news, man. U.S. private employers hired far fewer workers than expected in August, but labor market continues to steadily recover. Private payrolls increased by 374,000 jobs. The report showed today, ADP report is jointly developed with Moody's Analytics. It was published ahead of the Labor Department. I'm sorry, the Labor Department's more comprehensive and closely watched employment report for August. But it has a dismissal record predicting the private payrolls count in the Department's Bureau of Labor and Statistics employment report because of methodology differences. That's too bad. Oops, moving forward because weirdos. CNNBC. Wait, wait. CNNBC? No, 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 no. Does that? Does that? That doesn't that doesn't exist. CNNBC. I'm confusion. CNN Business. A key inflation measure rose at fastest pace in nearly 30 years this past July. 
The Federal Reserve's favorite measure of inflation rose to its highest level since 1991. This past July, the Bureau of Economic Analysis said the price index for American consumer spending, also known as PCE index, rose at a rate of 4.2% in the year ended. July, the fastest pace since January 1991, stripping out food and energy items. Why? I don't know why you would strip out food and energy, because we all need that. The prices of which tend to be more volatile. Oh, my bad. That's why. Stupid. The inflation index stood at 3.6% flat from the month before and remaining at its highest level since March 1991. Real inflation is probably closer to 11%, y'all. Just so you know, inflation has been a hallmark of the panorama recovery. The reopening along with global supply chain issues are making things more expensive. But Americans' incomes rose as well in July, climbing more than expected. Is that right? Is that right? Albeit still, not as much as prices. So incomes rising below prices. What does it matter? Benefits from child um, child tax credit payments under the American Rescue Plan offset waning unemployment benefits as various states ended their jobless claims programs early. It was the biggest jump in income since March when the blah 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 bottom line inflation ending in July is at its highest since 1991. CNBC. Not CNNBC. I understand now. CNNBC. Ah, CNNBC. I'm just going to keep saying CNNBC. Until they send me a cease and desist. If, if, I mean, it just kind of sounds good. CNBC. Social Security won't be able to pay full benefits by 2034. 2034. What is that, like 13 years? 12 years? 12 and a half years? Now there's renewed pressure on Congress to come up with a fix. Blah, blah. Social Security's latest report on the status of the trust and the funds on which it relies to pay benefits has both good and bad news. The good news is that the funds have not been as hard to hit by the panorama as was initially feared. The bad news is the funds depletion dates have moved up a little sooner, prompting a chorus of calls from Congress to act swiftly to correct the problem. Quote, this report does not trigger a pretty serious and swift discussion on Capitol Hill among lawmakers about what needs to be done to put Social Security back on a financially sustainable track. It's really hard for me to imagine what could. End quote. This is Charles Blahouse, Blue House, Blahouse. Well, hopefully one of those work Who serve As a public trustee for Social Security and Medicare From 2010 to 2015 And is now A senior research strategist At the Mercatus Center At George Mason University This year's annual report Moved up the projections Excuse me for when The combined trusts Funds that pay retirement, survivors, and disability benefits will deplete their reserves to 2034, one year earlier than had been projected last year. At that point, 78% of benefits would only be payable. The concept is similar to running out of money in a savings account, said Social Security Administration Chief Actuary Stephen Ghost 
At that point, the program would only have money to pay benefits based on the payroll taxes coming in at the time. Quote, the meaning of this is simply to tell Congress that we have shortfalls, that we will deplete our reserves if you don't act, so act, end quote. Ghost said of the annual trustees report, changes to fix the program could include tax increases, benefit cuts, or a combination of both. But so far, Republicans and Democrats have not agreed on a way to approach the issue. One plan on the Democratic side called the Social Security 2100 Act was last introduced in 2019 and had a 209 co-sponsors, notably All of that support was from Democrats. Representative John Larson, the Connecticut Democrat who proposed that bill and serves as chair of the House Ways and Means Subcommittee on Social Security, today reiterated his commitment to addressing the program, quote, I am working with my colleagues in Congress and President Biden to strengthen Social Security, end quote. I almost said President Obama, but it says Biden, Biden right there. Excuse me, Larson said. Quote, we simply cannot afford to let politics get in the way of saving this program and securing this trust fund. End quote. Social Security relies on the old age and survivors insurance trust fund to pay retirement and survivors benefits. That fund is now expected to be depleted in 2033. Uh, The disability insurance trust fund, which pays disability benefits, will be able to fund benefits only until 2057. Combined, those two funds will be able to pay benefits as scheduled until 2034. Experts said that fixes cannot come soon enough. One key reason for that is that the 2034 depletion date is misleading. By the time the trust fund depletion date rolls around, the game is long over. At that point, the size of the shortfall is so large, so vast, that there really isn't a realistic prospect of closing the shortfall. I don't know. Social Security might be, you know, might be in trouble. Reuters.com, U.S. mortgage applications decline with drop in refinancing. Uh, let's, let's keep it moving. I just looked at the time. CNBC, CNNBC, CNNBC, <laughs> four cuts, F-150 pickup production again due to chip Shortage Ford Motor is once again cutting production of its F-150 pickup truck and other highly profitable vehicles due to the ongoing global shortage of semiconductor chips. The automaker automaker informed employees today of the cuts, which also impact production of its larger Super Duty pickups and Expedition Sport Utility vehicles. Quote, our teams are making the most of our available semiconductor allocation, finding unique solutions to provide as many high-quality vehicles as possible to our dealers and customers, end quote. Ford Vice President of Manufacturing and Labor Affairs, John Savona, said in an internal memo to employees obtained by CNBC, ouch, What we got here? Apple. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, um. 
Mm, pay attention. CNBC Apple announces first states that will let you keep a digital version of your driver's license on your iPhone. Are you interested in that? Maybe you are. Maybe you think that's the coolest thing in the world. Eight states will roll out a feature allowing users to add driver's licenses and state IDs to Apple Wallet for iPhone and Apple Watch to use at security participating airports. Apple announced today Arizona and Georgia are the first states to adopt the feature and Connecticut, Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, Oklahoma, and Utah will follow, though the company did not specify a timeline. The news comes just months after Apple said at its Worldwide Developers Conference in June that it was working on a feature with the Transportation Security Administration, or TSA. The update is a crucial step in Apple's plan to replace physical wallets and will offer more convenience to travelers looking for a touchless airport experience. The company said adding IDs to the wallet app works similarly to uploading credit cards in transit passes, Apple said. Once users scan the ID, they will also be asked to complete facial and head movements as an additional security measure. After tapping their mobile ID at identity readers in airports users must approve a note from TSA using face ID or touch ID the company says the customer data is quote encrypted and protected against tampering and theft end quote and that the ID can only be viewed by the owner sure Apple currently offers mobile student IDs that allow people to access campus buildings and make purchases without a physical card. The feature expanded to additional universities in the United States and Canada this summer. The new ID feature will be available with the iPhone software update due for release later this fall. What do you think about that? You gonna put your driver's license on your on your iPhone? Mm-hmm. I knew you would. I knew you love it. I knew you loved that news. That's why. That's why. That's why I spoke on it. What we got here? Going for the gold, Russian investment in precious metals surges to record levels. Man, I like how that sounded. That sounded nice. The volume of funds held in Russian metal accounts saw a dramatic year-on-year surge of nearly 56%, according to the latest statistics published by the Bank of Russia. As August 1st, 2021, the holdings allocated in gold and other precious metals grew by 55.9% compared to the same date in the previous year. In physical terms, the growth totaled 31.6 tons to 88.2 tons from 56.7 tons recorded a year ago. Russian state-controlled Spurbank, Esserbank, I don't know, became the leader with its metal account balance increasing 42.1% or 16.3 tons of gold, man! Meanwhile, balances on metal accounts in VTB Bank surged 105.6% or 12.2 tons, man. 12 tons of gold, man. Let me just get like a tenth of a ton, bro. The rapid growth of funds in the metal accounts of resident clients began in April 2020 after a rescission. 
I'm sorry, a recession <laughs> that occurred shortly before the crisis of 2014-2015 and the subsequent stagnation, according to the head of corporate financing bank's analytics office, uh, Maxim Osadichi. I tried, man. The trend is driven by the intention to protect assets from inflation and low bank rates, analysts said. Um, so, okay, I'm not going to say anything overtly. I just want y'all to pay attention specifically and, and not so much that what the other current events weren't significant, but these last couple here are very significant. So there's one. And we have we have like what? I don't know, a couple more and then we'll get into the show. You know, the importance of privacy in an information age. Yandex shares surged to record high on news it bought out Uber's share of food delivery and self driving venture. So Uber is out of Russia. The latest jump comes as the company said it was buying out Uber's shares in its food tech delivery and self-driving businesses. Besides, the tech giant reportedly has an option to purchase the remaining interest in Yandex Uber joint venture in a deal that could reach $3 billion. The deal will bring the Moscow-based corporation 100% of Yandex. Um, Yandex Eats, Yandex Lavka, and Yandex Delivery, along with a self-driving venture that operates cars and drones in a $1 billion cash deal. Moreover, the firm will get an option to acquire the remainder of Uber's ride-hailing and car-sharing business in Russia. Mm. Okay, so Uber's getting out of there. And not not only are you know American country, uh, companies getting out of China, they're getting out of Russia as well. And then here, I had to go all the way to Breitbart to get this one. Russia and Saudi Arabia signed military pact. Saudi and Russian officials announced the signing of military cooperation pact between the two countries. Uh, Wow. Saudi Defense Minister Khalid bin Salman announced the agreement via Twitter, stating it would aid in the develop, developing joint military cooperation between the two countries. In a second tweet, he elaborated on his meeting with his Russian counterpart, in which the pair explored ways to strengthen the military and defense cooperation between the two countries. Quote, we aim for progressive development of cooperation in military and military technical fields in the entire spectrum of issues that pose mutual interests. End quote. Um, I would just pay attention. I would pay attention. I would pay, and I would understand the implications of, of, of those, those last three. Let's start getting into... <clears throat> 
Let's start getting into um, Let's get into the show Let's do it Right now So here we go <clears throat> The importance of privacy In the information age You know That's it for current events I appreciate you You know Welcome to the foundation You know This This is an unprecedented um, You know Show And Recently It's not so much recently uh, begun as more as much as it's been recently implemented. But what am I saying? Recently, I have become a lot more private in my communications, and and have been moving away from Google and Google services. You know the the Google Drive and the Gmails, and you know I've, I've been doing that. There's, there's just been different steps I've been taking, you know, been getting different um, operating systems, uh, more more security focused operating systems, you know, for, you know, laptops and computers and, and different mobile devices and things of that nature. And um, part of the reason of that is privacy. You know, I value privacy. You know, I'm, I'm a man that very much values privacy, being secure and in and, and, and my effects and my papers and my property and, you know, people being out of my, uh, not in, uh, people not being in my business, you know, I'm a, I'm a very private man. Let's just put it like that. You may, you may be a very private man or woman or, you know, uh, you know, also, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, 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 doesn't matter. To me, but you may you may be you may be private. So um, today, um, I logged in to T-Mobile. You know the the, the company that I minister. <laughs> You know, being specific, the company that I minister, it um, it has a uh, uh, an account, a business account with T-Mobile, you know, and there are business lines. So, you know, I logged in as per you know per my responsibility to to the the the, the account on the on the T-Mobile website, and. This is the message. I'm just gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. This is this was on the T-Mobile website when I logged into the business account. T-Mobile has determined that unauthorized access to some business and or personal information related to your T-Mobile business account has occurred. So it has occurred. It happens. Unauthorized access. This may include social security numbers, names, addresses phone numbers, and dates of birth. We have also determined that IMEI and IMSI numbers may have also been accessed. Importantly, we have no information that indicates your business or personal financial or payment information were accessed. Read more about um, practices to keep your account secure and protect your business here, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. The thing that caught my eye in this notice were the first two sentences, really. 
first sentence was, T-Mobile has determined that unauthorized access to some business and or personal information related to your T-Mobile business account has occurred. That's the first sentence. Unauthorized access to the business account. This may include social security numbers, names, addresses, phone numbers, and dates of birth. And dates of birth. I'm going to get back to that. NPR News. T-Mobile's breach exposed nearly 50 million people's personal data. This is August 18th. Classaction.org. T-Mobile data breach lawsuit investigation 2021. Attorneys working with ClassAction.org would like to speak with anyone whose personal information was exposed in the data breach announced by T-Mobile. Then we got another one. 100 million, up to 100 million users' personal information exposed by T-Mobile's data breach. T-Mobile.com has a statement. Notice of data breach, keeping you safe from cybersecurity threats. How are you keeping people safe if you're, they're breaching data? On August 17, 2021, T-Mobile learned that a bad actor illegally accessed personal data. Our investigation is ongoing, but we have verified that a subset of T-Mobile data has been accessed by unauthorized individuals and that data stolen from our systems did include some personal information. Information involved. We have determined that the types of impacted information include names, driver's licenses, government identification numbers, social security numbers, dates of birth, T-Mobile prepaid pins, addresses, phone numbers, etc. Going back to this two sentences, T-Mobile has determined an unauthorized access to some business and or personal information related to your T-Mobile business account has occurred. Sentence number one. Sentence number two. This may include social security numbers, Names, addresses, phone numbers, and dates of birth, period. I laughed. Why did I laugh? Because I understand the importance of privacy in the information age. The absolute importance of privacy. Well, what would you, what would you mean? What do you mean? So what are you talking about? You laughed because you understand. You think you're so smart, but you're not smart. So you're not smart. I promise you, I'm smarter than you. <laughs> I'm just playing. What do I mean? I understand the importance of privacy in the information age. Why? I understand that once it's out there, it's out there. You have no control over it. I understand it. I get it 100%. 100%. So, Business and trust is it when it's in the public. Of course, I will say, okay, so if you got a, you, you know, you got a, you got a CPN. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Cool. That's a whole different thing. So, and let's not talk about that. Because most people don't, most people don't have one of them things. But business and trust is it. Why did I laugh? I laughed. I laughed because 
This may include social security numbers, names, addresses, phone numbers, and dates of birth. The business is a business. The the, the business has a business account with T-Mobile, y'all. And this is why, you know, I actively and adamantly suggest that people start a business, start an LLC, to start a business, to start a business, man. For example, the importance of privacy in the information age. The business has an account with T-Mobile. The account does not have a social security social security number attached to it at all. Why? Because it's a business account. You might say, well, so how'd you do that? Because blah, 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 blah. look, you may be convinced or fooled into thinking that, you know, you have to give a social security number in order to open up a business account. You don't. You may have been told that they're, they're oh, they're, if you don't, uh, what do they call it? Personally guarantee, PG, if you don't personally guarantee the business account, you're going to have to have put down a deposit. How much is the deposit? $500. All right, I'll give you my social security number. Oops, there you go, right there, look. Well, there's a, there's a deposit involved. You can definitely, definitely set up a business account without giving the social. They have the business EIN. They don't have the social security number. They have the business address. They don't have a personal address. Because when you're setting up a business account, the person is the business. When you're setting up a business checking account or, or you're setting up a business account with Verizon or T-Mobile, you're setting up an account with Granger, you're setting up an account with Dell or Apple, it doesn't matter. Because the account holder, so to speak, is actually the business, the person. Same thing with a trust. But, you know, it gets weird trying to do trust accounts with, with phones, you know. I'm not saying it's impossible, it just gets weird. It's easier with a business, easier with an LLC or a corporation, much easier. It's up to you, though. You do your dance. But they don't have the personal address where the family is, where deliveries are made, where, where, where meals are eaten. They don't have the personal address in this, in this T-Mobile security breach. I know. That's why I laughed. It's part of the reason why I laughed when I read this. They have the business phone number. They don't have no personal phone number. They got the business phone number. And the business phone number is not used for two-factor authentication. So it's not like they're going to hijack anything, you know, with this, with this number, with, with this business number. And they may have personal information with regards to authorized agents, but they don't have a single name. And each authorized agent with regards to the company has a different password or a different code that is used to get in 
to the account and make any types of changes or anything like that. So I understand the importance of privacy in the information age. I wasn't concerned when I saw the notice. I, I even laughed, as I said. But I immediately thought of those who didn't even know or think about the type of things that I think about, the way the ways that I do things and why I do certain things. And you can do business in trust. You can do business in the business. You can t- you can have uh, power bills in the business. You can have the trash bill in the business. You can have the water bill in the business. Same with the trust. You have the, the power bill in the trust, water bill in the trust. Taxpayer down at the county can be the trust. You can title the vehicle in the trust. You can title the vehicle in the LLC. You can put the phones in the LLC. And this is a rare instance where I am adamantly for using a public entity conducive with privacy. How's that? Well, if the organizer is just, you know, some organizer who went and organized the LLC. Most states don't have the requirement to list the members. You just have to list the organizer at the at the state level. So you just have some organizer. That could have been someone who was contracted to organize the LLC. And when they do find the members, the member is typically going to be some some sort of contractual trust entities. I think in in situations such as LLCs and corporations to be you know front facing in the public, it's it's more from of a stance of privacy than trying to front face a business trust. Like you know you you administering trust and making it public and you know doing business with trust heavily all the time. I'm not saying don't do it, but just doing straight business with the trust all the time. You know hey that can be you know more indicative of some other trusts that you may be associated with or privy to. And that isn't necessarily private, but if you're doing business with an LLC or a corporation, most people know that's what, you know, that's just normal. That doesn't involve or evoke any types of questioning. It's kind of backwards thinking, but I mean, that's what it is to me. Anyways, 2017 Equifax data breach occurred between May and July 2017 at the American Credit Bureau Equifax private records of 147,900,000 Americans along with 15,200,000 British citizens and 19,000 Canadian citizens were compromised in the breach making it one of the largest cyber crimes related to identity theft in the history of all histories. In a settlement with the United States Federal Trade Commission, Equifax offered affected users settlement funds and free credit monitoring. Uh, information access in the breach, including first and last names, social security numbers, birth dates, addresses, and in some instances, driver's license numbers for an estimated 143 million Americans. 
based on Equifax's analysis information on an estimated range of under 400,000 up to 44 million British residents as well as 8,000 Canadian residents were also compromised. In addition, an additional 11,670 Canadians were affected as well as later revealed by Equifax credit card numbers for approximately 209,000 United States consumers in certain dispute documents with personally identifiable information from approximately 182,000 U.S. consumers were also accessed. Huh. And, you know, people wonder why I deal with credit profile numbers. People wonder why I have front-facing business trusts and LLCs and businesses. Identity force. Data breaches aren't going anywhere. Worst data breaches of the year putting at risk your identity. Number one, ubiquity. 2021, one of the biggest Internet of Things technology vendors, Ubiquity, alerted its customers of a data breach caused by unauthorized access to their database through a third-party cloud provider. The email communication advised customers to change passwords. Ubiquity, um, think about access points, network access points, network switches, uh, network uh, security gateways, firewalls, uh, small, medium size, some large businesses, uh, coffee shops, gas stations, um, hotels. A lot of different places have Wi-Fi and could be possibly using this equipment. Did you hear about this data breach? How about Par- Parler? It's a conservative, conservative social media app. Having its data scraped by a hacker came to light after Amazon Web Services removed the platform from its servers. Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You hear about this one? January 11th, Chinese social media management company SocialArks suffered a data leak through an unsecured database that exposed account details and personable, personally excuse me, identifiable information of at least 214 million social media users from Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. The exposed information for each platform varies but includes users' names, phone numbers, email addresses, profile links, usernames, profile pictures, profile description, follower and engagement logistics, location, messenger ID, website link, job profile, LinkedIn profile link, connected social media account, login names, and company name. Man, they got you, son. Mindcast, cyber criminal, a cyber criminal. Compromise a certificate used to authenticate Mindcast sync and recover continuity monitor and internal email protect products to Microsoft 365 Mindcast is a cloud-based email management service that provides email security services for Microsoft 365 accounts. According to the company, approximately approximately 10% of its customers use the compromised connection, but have since been asked to reinstall a newly issued certificate. Oh, yeah, just reinstall it. We got Pixlr, 1.9 million users' records belonging to Pixlr. 
A free online photo editing application was leaked by a hacker. Pixlr, huh? Meet Mindful dating platform was hacked by a well-known hacker and had its users' account details and personal information posted for free on our hacker forum. Bonobos, January 22nd, customer data was stolen from the men's clothing retailer, Bonobos. It was found for free in a hacker forum after a cyber criminal downloaded the company's backup cloud data, VIP Games, a free gaming platform exposed over 23 million records for more than 66,000 desktop and mobile users uh, due to cloud misconfiguration. U.S. Cellular, isn't that a cell phone provider? Through a targeted attack on retail employees of U.S. Cellular, the fourth largest wireless carrier in the United States, hackers were able to scam employees into downloading malicious software onto company computers. Once downloaded, the software granted remote access to the company's devices and to the customer relationship management software, or CRM, containing account records for 4.9 million customers, man. 277, I'm sorry, 276 customers were impacted and notified of the security incident. The hacker had access to names, address, pins, cell phone numbers, service plans, and billing usage statements. Nebraska Medicine, 219,000 patients. The health network notified affected individuals. Access to information includes names, addresses, dates of birth, medical records, uh, medical record numbers, health insurance information, physician notes, laboratory results, <laughs> imaging, diagnosis information, treatment information, and or prescription information, and a limited number of social security numbers, driver's license numbers. California DMV, the DMV got popped off. Did y'all know that in 2021? Data breach after a contractor um, was hit by a ransomware. The attack exposed drivers' personal information for the last 20 months of California vehicle registration reg- uh, records, including names, addresses, license plate numbers, and vehicle identification numbers. Revenge. Kroger. Allowed hackers to steal human resources data and pharmacy records belonging to the supermarket giant. The records disclosed include Names, email addresses, phone numbers, home addresses, dates of birth, social security numbers, as well as information on health insurance, prescriptions, and medical history. Goodness. T-Mobile. Did y'all know T-Mobile was hacked in February of 2021? SIM swap attacks. Did y'all hear about the SIM swap attacks? Microsoft Exchange. CETA, Multicare. You get the, uh, the, the idea, right? California State Controller's Office, Hobby Lobby, Cancer Treatment, Facebook, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Park Mobile. Uh, Geico, Reverb, Experian, Capture, RX, Bailey and Galen, Health Plan of San Joaquin, Bose, Volkswagen and Audi, Audi, CVS Health, Carters, Wegmans, Forefront Dermatology, Guest, One More Lead, Senior Advisor, UNM Health. And real quick, 57 biggest data breaches of all time. Cam 4, that's all I'll say. Yahoo, data breach 2017. 1 billion accounts. Adhar, data uh, data breach, 1.1 billion. It was in India, Indian citizens. 
First American Financial Corp. Data breach, May 2019, 885 million users. Dating back more than 16 years, including bank account records, social security numbers, wire transactions, and other mortgage paperwork, verifications.io. Email address validation service, verification.io, exposed 763 million unique email addresses. Left publicly facing with no password, man. Including names, phone numbers, IP addresses, dates of birth, and genders. LinkedIn, June 2021, 700 million users. Had data scraped and data associated with 700 million LinkedIn users was posted for sale in a dark web forum on June uh, 13, 2021. This exposure impacted 92% of total LinkedIn user base, man. Email addresses, full names, phone numbers, geolocation records, LinkedIn username and profile, profile URLs, personal and professional experience, genders, other social media accounts, and details. Wow, Facebook, uh, 533 million users impacted. Yahoo, 500 million accounts. Starwood, Marriott, hotels, 500 million guests. Adult Friend Finder data breach, 412 million accounts. Facebook, 360 million accounts. Exactisk, 340 million accounts. Twitter, 330 million users. NetEase, 234 million users. Social Arcs, 200 million users. Deep Root, 200 million users. Uh, 200 million users. 200 million users. <laughs> 200 million users. Experian, and this was in 2013, 200 million users. LinkedIn, in 2012, 165 million users. Dub Smash. 2018, 162 million users. Adobe, 152 million users. MyFitnessPal, 150 million users. Equifax, 148 million. eBay, 145 million. Canva, 137 million. Online graphic design tool, 137 million people were on there, man. Heartland, 134 million credit cards were exposed. Yipes. Apollo, it's a database containing billions of data points publicly exposed, 126 million users. Capital One, 106 million users. Evite, 101 million users. Quora, 100 million users. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. It's 52 of these fools. MyHeritage. What else we got over here? Facebook again is in here again. Daily Motion, 85 million users. Anthem, Blue Cross, Blue Cross and Blue Shield, Dropbox, Tumblr, Uber, Home Depot, TJ Maxx, Ashley Madison, Bonobos, MGM Graham. What else you got over here, bro? Marriott. I mean, goodness. Let's find. Let's find one more. Zoom and Nintendo. Didn't know they were still around, but in April 2020. 300,000 Nintendo accounts were compromised and used to make unsolicited digital purchases. The number of affected accounts was almost doubled from the original stated 140,000 upon further investigation. 
300,000 accounts were compromised and used to make unsolicited digital purchases. 300,000 different accounts, man. Am I blowing this out of proportion? I don't think so. I think it's real. When a company that you trust that, that charges you money or your estate or your business or your trust or whatever charges money and you trust them with your data and so on and so forth, when they leak it, when they get breached, when something like this happens and they and you, you, you log into your account and you're greeted with the message stay, saying that your social security number, your names, your addresses, phone numbers, and your date of birth has been compromised due to a data breach. The importance of, of privacy in an information age become very clear. Some of y'all may feel like, oh man, I'm too far gone. You know, all my information's out there, so why would I even try? Well, I think the first thing that you would do you should do is stop putting your information out there. If 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 you're interested, you know. And set up an LLC. You know, book a consultation with me. Email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Book a consultation. You can go to the website, book a consultation. And it doesn't matter what state you're in, I will I will show you step by step how to set up an LLC in your state. Where you are. It's gotta be, you know, obviously the United States, man. Don't hit me up. You in Japan or something. Something out. How do I open up a company in Japan? Like, I don't know, fam. I ain't never done nothing like that. But when it when it really comes to that, when the business EIN, the business name, the business address, the the business phone number, and the, the and and the date of birth of the business is compromised. It's a different situation. When they're talking about your actual, you know, social security number and home address and, and personal cell phone number and things of that nature. When you have a business account, you usually have more than one um, number. Works best for family accounts and stuff. Family plans. They don't know whose phone number is whose. It could be employees. They're going to move on to something, something easier. And this is a perfect example. If anything goes wrong uh, with the mailing or emails or something and and you have a brokerage account with Fidelity in your personal name and, you know, I administer a trust that has a brokerage account with Fidelity in the name of the trust and your paperwork flies out the window and the paperwork for the trust flies out the window. And nefarious characters get their hands on the paperwork. Whose information are they going to have an easier time utilizing? Definitely not the trust, I'll tell you that. Don't go anywhere where a trust account exists and try to do anything and see how hard it is. You want to talk about uh, protection? There's way, way less fraud when it comes to trust. That's just, you know, that's just on the, you know, maybe on the, more on the consumer side, you know. But going to a bank and try to try to open a bank account or, or you know, try to get cash out of a trust account. Woo, you're going to jump through some hoops. 
Same thing with a corporate account. They want all types of pins and stuff, right? I think I just think it it there's nothing you're gonna do to get away from this stuff, to get away from this public dance. There's nothing you can do. But what you can do is institute uh policies of privacy. And that's what I'm trying to share with you. Look, we got like sixty seconds left in the broadcast. If you're online, you wanna listen, uh, uh continue to listen, you want to call in at five six three Nine 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 three six two five. Otherwise, you will be disconnected in a matter of seconds. When I say seconds, I mean seconds. The British British seconds, which I think are faster. I think those are faster. But in all in all seriousness, Privacy is going to become more and more of, of an issue. Privacy is going to be, be more important as time goes on. And um, not just with medical, not just with Financial, you know, privacy is going to be a very, very contentious point, you know, coming in the near future. There's going to be things that you can't do anything about. You understand what I'm saying? Like if you go to the doctor, you got to give them their your information. They're gonna they're gonna get uh, make doctors notes. They're gonna keep it electronic. You know, they're doctors. They don't really know anything about technology and the security of the notes that they're putting in your files. So by no in no way, shape, or form am I saying. Oh, yeah, 100%. You can get away from this stuff. You know? I don't think I'm a fanatic uh, when it comes to anything. I don't lean too far to any side. I'm more of a middle middle type, you know, middle, you know, one of the middle types, man. But when it comes to specific financial data, when it comes to personal data, it's just a it should be something that is just known to everyone that you don't put your person in the public. You put a, a business or a trust in the public and administer it with, with the person. I think that should be just should be taught when you're two, you're two years old, drooling all over your all over your onesie. You should be being taught that, you know, use a trust or a business, man. Well, I'm drooling all over, and I'll just repeat it. Use a trust or a business, man. Your onesie is wet. It's wet all around the neck because you're drooling all over your onesie, man. But at least you know to use a trust or a business. Don't be all in the public with this personal information. There's going to be more and more hacks. There's going to be more and more identity theft. There's going to be... It's going to get more and more crazy and if you want the ability to look at some of these things and kind of laugh and then secondarily have concern and not necessarily that concern is for you but it's for the people that you know that don't even think about this stuff don't even know that there's a difference to do uh, a different way to do things a difference in the, in the way that things can be done
it just makes it difficult. It makes it difficult when, you know, there's a breach and instead of getting personal information, they got business information, whether it be from a trust or from a business. They may have a the information of an officer or a member, but typically that's just going to be the first and last name. Not their first and last name, the birth date, the social security number, the personal address, and the personal cell or home number. It's a buffer. It's 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 an area of, of security that you can create between you and the public by using the business or using the trust in business. And I say that because any business that doesn't necessarily need a license or a permit. It can be, it can be, you know, it can be done by a business trust. A trust can, you know, do anything that an LLC or corporation can do. And in this, in this instance, for the type of trust that we talk about, the withheld from being governed by statutes or coming under statutory authority with the that activity, as long as it's not a state or federally uh, certified or sanctioned or permitted or licensed business. And if it is a certified or sanctioned or licensed business, then, you know, you just, you know, organize organize an LLC. Get the LLC certified or licensed. And, you know, the the majority owner or member of the LLC is the business trust anyways. You see how that works? And now that's two levels. Like, okay, okay, so let's let's find out who the owners are. All oh, the owners are all trust. It becomes too difficult, you know. You don't have to be faster than the lion. You just have to be faster than the other person that's running with you. A lot of people, most people are not going to take on privacy implemented tactics most people aren't going to do it those are the slow ones running from the lion who's the lion that the identity thievers the thieveries the hackers those who would use your information for nefarious purposes take out loans and get cars and all these different things and burn your credit up ultimately maybe use your your health insurance you go for a checkup they say oh well, you can't do a checkup today. You say why? Because you were, sir, sir, you were just here last week. You did, you did your checkup last week. Like, man, I would, I would know if I was here last week. Well, someone else used your health care. You know, this stuff happens. It happens all the time. But you make it more difficult when you utilize these privacy practices. 
Because the importance of privacy in the information age should be self-evident. These hackers are, are releasing this information for free. They ain't even charging for your stuff. It's, it's ridiculous. Think of it. You work on your credit. You get your credit popping for a second, you know. Next thing you know, your credit tore off. You pull your report. Someone burns your credit up, man. You got identity theft popping. The implications are numerous. I've been saying this for years. And those of you who have been with the foundation for years have heard me say this for years. LLC. Trust, man. Trust. LLC. Trust. Business trust. Asset trust. Family trust. LLC. Business trust. Asset trust. Put, put it in the name of the trust. Put it in the name of the LLC. But I mean, it's like a like a, a, a broken record sometimes. But I know that it needs to be done because there's constantly going to be new people waking up, new people coming into this information. There's going to be constantly a new stream of those recently awakened stumbling onto the foundation. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to be one of those people. Oh, go listen to the archive. I already did a show on that. You know, next question. I don't, you know, I don't want to be one of those people. I will not be one of those people. So yeah, I say I say things a lot over and over again. You know, there's there's a consistency in the things that I say. If you listen to the shows long enough, You're like oh, yeah, you can say you repeat and repeat my sentences sometimes. I bet if you're an OG listener. But if you have T-Mobile, which you might, T-Mobile is you know one of the cheapest networks out there. I got we got a uh, you know this business plan. You know that it can't be beat. It cannot be beat. It's uh, one of the ones that they don't offer any longer, and you know I can't count how many times they've been trying to sell me uh, to you know upgrade the company's plan or you know do something like this. And I was in the store or something like that, and I told them just just pull up the account, just look at the account, man. And, and look at it, look at it, and then if you think that you can sell me on whatever you're trying to say, keep trying. They look at the account and they say, "Oh man, I wouldn't change that." Very cheap, very cheap. Look, very cheap accounts, you know. Very, very cheap service, good service, but you know, it's not AT and T. It's not Verizon. They're crazy. They ain't got the crazy uh, uh, signal. Like, you know, AT&T Verizon has, you know, you'd be in an elevator talking on a Verizon phone in the basement. Going floors down and still, you know, can you hear me now? And be like, yeah, I can hear you. Why do you keep asking me? Because I'm 30 floors underground. That's why I keep asking you. Just wanted to check. But nonetheless, whether whether it's T-Mobile, AT&T, Sprint, please believe the uh, they've been hacked, you know. They got information. Is it, is it up to date information? Is there anything that they can do with it? It's it's that's really what it boils down to. Your your stuff is somewhere. Um, we're in the age of information. This this stuff is crazy right now. You know, you got all types of uh, emails that you sign up for, email list, and then you got accounts for everything. You got to log in for all this stuff, and you know all these different apps you got to log into. They all got you know they keep that stuff. They keep it on databases, and these databases are being breached. And to aggregate all that information on one person, 
You can make it easy or you can make it difficult. But I would say the importance of privacy in the information age is paramount. It's very important. It's going to become more and more important. More and more important. So if you're interested in trustee training, email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com and minister the trust. Administer the trust estate. Don't own it. Control it. And when they ask for the information, give them the information of the of the trust, the legal person, or the 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 legal corporation. They maintain some privacy in this world. Now verifying identity and stuff. You know, if you got to go to the bank, I don't know. Good luck with that. You have, to, you have to do something But I'm going to tell you this All, all these breaches nah, really, I'm not tripping I'm not tripping And why am I not tripping Not because I'm ignorant Just because I know what I'm doing And I know that what I'm doing Makes me run faster Than eight more than 90% Of Anyone else running When it comes to Oh man, there's a data breach. They got my personal information. You know, how easy is it as a hacker or an identity uh, thievery, a thievering pin to utilize the information that was acquired in this breach? Is it going to be from a bunch of personal accounts, personal people with their name and their personal address and their personal numbers and their personal social security numbers? They're going to work with that or they're going to try to figure out who runs this business and what's their personal address and what's their personal number and what's their social security number of this business because we got this account information for this business as a business EIN has a business address but it has this one name so we're going to work with that or you think they're going to work with the next people the next fool's account information with all their personal stuff just, just everywhere you see where I'm getting at. I hope I, I trust you do. You know, I hope you do. So you know, that's pretty much what I got. Trust and business is it. There's not anything I can think of that you can do with a personal account that you can't do a business account. Not, not anything I can think of. There's not anything I can think of that an individual can do that a business can't or that a trust can't. When it comes to having accounts and identities and stuff like that, the email can be the the email name at ProtonMail or whatever. It can be the name of the trust or initials of the trust at ProtonMail. You know, you can really go serious with this with this privacy thing. But, you know, I don't know. What is the, what is, what, is, how, what do you value? What, what is, what do you place importance in in this age of information? That's, that's what I would like to know. I'm interested to hear what other people have to say, you know. But I mean, that's 
that's pretty much what I had, y'all. You know, um, I've been gone for a minute. I'm, you know, I took a little break. I'm just gonna be honest. I took a little break. I think it was. I think it was needed. It, it was a little longer than I thought it was gonna be, but you know, it was definitely needed. I feel refreshed. I feel good. I feel luxurious. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great to be back. Appreciate y'all checking out the show, you know, Foundation. Appreciate the inquiries, people inquiring, whether you inquired through me or the secretary. Appreciate the inquiries. But, yeah, I mean, I'll take a couple calls and I'm out of here, you know. Uh, you should really, in in my opinion, you should really evaluate the importance that you place on privacy in this information age. I think you should. I really think you should. That's just me. So I'm going to go to the phone lines. This number looks familiar. 929-4056. 929-4056. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace, my brother. This is Sister Yvette. Peace, kings, queens, and communities. It's been a while, my brother, but I needed to check in with you and all of your communities. I have some nuggets. And I want y'all to hear me clearly. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. Know the acronyms. Once you understand that, I need you to look into this. Pulse 7, verse 14. John 10, verses 27 to 30. Romans 8, verses 35 to 39. We are in a situation, my kings and queens, communities. We are in a state where we need to know the importance of ourselves. We need to know the values of ourselves. And what do we value? What do we put importance on? Admin at Welcome to the Foundation. Make sure after tonight, You all book a consultation, get in touch with my brother. Now, health-wise, let us talk about this. We know we are in a medical crisis right now. They are trying to force the entire world to take vaccines. I have one thing to say, and everybody knows me for this, choices and decisions. You have a right to choose. You have a decision to make. Be mindful, each and every listener that is on this show. You can choose not to take the vaccine or you can choose to take it. But whatever you choose to do, that's between you and the creator, that's between you and your family, that's between you and HEPA, okay? You don't have to answer anybody whether you take the shot or not or if you refused it or not. But I want you all to understand, the government, the states, the countries are not really enforcing it because it's population control as far as I'm concerned. Maybe I'm a conspiracy therapist, I don't know. But I do know this, every person that passes and dies, you best believe they don't have a will, They don't have their affairs in order. 
that property now becomes that state's property. Do the math, kings and queens. For those of y'all who can read through the parables, there's a lot of unclaimed bank accounts, properties, material wealth, houses, bank accounts. If there is no proper authorization or proper documents in order, it goes to the state. Each state is differently. You all don't have any jobs. You all don't have anything to do. Get out there and search. You will be surprised what the state is collecting off of those who did not make it through the COVID. Now, next thing is, if you value yourself, your family, and whatever decision you make, make sure your affairs are in order. My brother will make sure your affairs are in order, just in case you make that that decision not to do or to do and you transition over. Make sure everything is in the proper mess. Now, business, you all should have had a business up and running. You all should be operating out of EIN. My brother has been telling you that for a minute. TPS, you should have been operating. Now, T-Mobile, it took a 21-year-old kid to breach that and expose all your information. A 21-year-old kid. So you think they're playing? These hackers are just starting, people. These scammers are just starting. All of y'all that have all these hefty bank accounts and all this money and all this stuff that you don't have properly put away or properly situated, like my brother keeps Reminding you all, trust, business, family, they're eating your accounts up. How many of you all have gotten scams already? They cleared out your bank account, 30, 40, 50, 100,000, 200,000, 300, continue. See, we are in a day and age now, we don't have time to play games. If you want to play games, pick Toys R Us. Take life, take chess, take any game, but don't pick the the, the the game of life that's gonna change your heritage. Don't pick the game of life that's gonna have your family members burying you and they're not properly set up. Kings, queens, communities, parables, basic instruction before leaving earth. God did not give us a spirit of fear. We are fearfully and wonderfully named. We are the royal. The wealth has transferred. You need to open your eyes and see where it's transferring to. Is it us or is it the ones that's trying to kill us off? My brother, I called in to check in on you and to drop the nuggets because I'm realizing they don't want our people vaccines. They don't want people protected. Because they want to collect the spoils because they know everybody's not properly set up. For those that are listening, you need to do your due diligence and find out what I'm talking about. Because I know those who are truly woke will understand what I'm saying. My brother, 
I continue to keep you up in prayer. I'm still waiting for the signal for me to go completely under. I will keep in touch. Kings, queens, communities, wake up. It is now the time and it's the call to wake up. Admin at Welcome to the Foundation. Don't sleep. Don't lose ground. Peace, King. Be well. Appreciate you, Sister Peace. To you, thanks for calling in. Thanks for dropping the jewels. Definitely appreciate appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's been a while, and yep, there's always, you know, predatory means, you know, the state, whether it's the crown or, or, or the lords or whoever it is, predatory nature upon, you know, people's property, land, wealth. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear you and agree 100%. So, you know, I appreciate you calling in. It's always a pleasure, sister. Yvette. Thank you very much. 718-8092. And then we out. Peace. Hey, what's up? Peace. So, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, fam. How you doing? Peace. I, I'm okay today. You know, um, I don't did a lot of things in life already. Um, and um, a lot of people have uh, some good addictions and some bad addictions. And um, everybody living for a different reason. Everybody go to work. Everybody who works, your co-workers, everybody's there for a different reason. You know, all your family members, you know, in your house. Um, they like, you know, everybody, a lot of people not on the same page. Um, and it's a point I'm trying to make. Uh, but I always lose it because I don't talk that much because I keep it very simple. I keep it basic, you know. Um, you know, just like I said, sometimes, you know, you got a lot of these people in, um, in the entertainment world, you know, they give you the money, but they don't tell you the do's and the don'ts, what to say in public, how to act in public, um, what to display in public, do you be flashy, do you don't go flashy, you know, because you figure like some of these guys, like Tupac, Biggie, Missy Russell, they got all these millions of dollars, but they got killed up in the hood. You know, they had a chance to get out. Or you got all these guys that arguing and going back and forth with one another. Some things you don't do, you know, but they haven't been taught. And um, whether they, um, they're attracting people, you know, that's the, the herd mentality, you know, the arguments or the, or the ways of life of doing, um, you know, the program to do that. They have to reprogram themselves. You know, um, this is what, how they were taught. You know, um, and somebody, you know, I me, I never let anybody um, know that they didn't stand wrong. I'd be like, yo, I'm running late. Um, I'm busy. I'll see you later. I'll catch you with you later. How's everything? You know, a lot of people don't, you know, I'm not going to tell me you did me something wrong. I, I would never do that. You know, I pay my respects uh, while they were living. Ain't going to be too much time I'm going to repay the respects after they dead. You know, that's played out. You know, like Curtis Blow said, that's played out. You know, and, um, you know, and just like that, um, Rick said, come on, baby, let's kick the bases. Um, a lot of people, they don't know the bases. It's, it's clothes, it's, it's food, and stuff. Some people are addicted to going to work every day. And they're going to work every day to what? To buy, to have the bill collector chasing them? That yeah, I'm not going to have no bill collector chasing me. Like I have anybody chasing me, 
You might wonder where I'm at. Where I make a right turn, a left turn, reverse, U-turn. But um, but that thing you were talking about the underlying um, Brad Pitt. I seen that one. I think it was Troy. That was like, oh, help me, help me. And then um, something uh, came back and got him. The guy couldn't fight his Achilles. But um, I was dealing with this lady one time. I said, yeah, yo. Um, if a lion chased me, would you stand there and fight with me? She said, no, I'm a runner, but I know she can't run me, which doesn't make sense. Um, I'm like, wow, she's going to run and run, right? Okay, uh, I'll take it like this. Uh, you know, um, divided, um, you know, you know, stronger together we stand. In some situations, some strategies, you know, like um, if the lion needs to run, I could check the lion when that weaker one is being eaten, you know? Oh, I can pick up a bone after, you know, stab the lion with a bone. I can stand in my ground, and I can hear them creep up on me. Because I'm running now, I'm out of breath, you know? And then what happens is that when I'm out of breath, I'm easy to be, uh, you know, as, as they say, again, sometimes the heart is stronger. It can breathe, you know, it can breathe better and stuff like that. It's just a better engine. It can perform better. But what happens sometimes you got to stand your ground. You can hear things creep up on you. You know, a lot of people steady moving, new car, new clothes, new this, new that. You know, um, you know, steady consuming. Like, uh, like they say, like uh, the living dead, consuming, consuming, not giving anything back. But listen, um, I, um, it's a pleasure talking to you. I'm glad I'm here for you. We always not easy to catch up with one another. I'm glad you're doing all right. I'm gonna let you take the next caller, and I hope uh, everybody um, learn from. You know, um, they understand, and I'm trying to show them, you know, uh, why you're going to work for, to buy stuff or to relax, and maybe like, uh, you know, we have more things than the, um, the kings and stuff in the past, so we have servants that do things from us. We not, um, as they say, organic more. We not on the farm anymore. We come to the easy life, and we don't even know what they're giving us. We had when we had our own farm and stuff. We knew what we was putting in our mouths and stuff like that. You know, but um, I'm going to let you take the next caller, so, and um, stay strong, and um, we'll see each other soon. Definitely, brother. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Appreciate you calling in, you know, and, 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 and touching base, man. Yeah, definitely good to hear from you. And uh, it's, it's crazy. It's definitely crazy. It's time to, you know... Time for us to get it right, right? I guess it's only right. I appreciate you calling in. I am not taking any callers. Sit. Y'all know me. I'm I'm of late. Probably just, you know, past, I don't know, six six months or so. I've been kinda adverse to taking a whole bunch of callers, you know. I like to come in, put the topic together, put the information out. And then just kind of keep it moving. But, I, you know, I do appreciate y'all that do call in. I try to catch as many callers as, you know, as I'm able to. But um, it, it is what it is. I love y'all, though. I really do. So, you know, um, I do, I do want to say that um, I think it's very important to think about privacy. You know, I think it's very important to think about maintaining your privacy and protecting your privacy. I think it's very important to watch people who say things like, well, if you 
if you don't have anything to hide, why do you care? Like that that stuff, it's insidious, and and it um, it it undermines uh, true principles by which you know the 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 United States itself was built on. This is beyond look, and ultimately the the real, in my opinion. The real thing that we do, you know, in this system is, you know, to, to, to quote, and I say this loosely and colloquially, you know, get money. And, you know, enforce the Constitution. Do business and enforce the Constitution. And constitutional rights. And privacy being one of them. Secure, you know, being secure... In, in, in your effects, your papers, in your person, in your home, in your property, you know? And, and your information is your property. You need to think about it like that. Your al- algorithmic information, your, your information, your details, your name, your birthday, all that stuff is your property. So what is the importance of privacy in an information age? It's... it's it's a good question. It's a question I think you should ask yourself. It's a question I think you should ask others. You know, it's it's a topic that I think should be should be brought up and and discussed. And you know, you know, share your views. Don't don't be judgmental and don't expect everyone to agree with you, but you know, you just share your views. And um I don't know, just just see see where it goes. But, you know, maybe that's not what you're into. And if it's not, that's cool. But, you know, this show, uh, the importance of privacy in the information age is for those who do find this type of information important, this topic, this this topic of discussion. You know, but I, it's it's been something that's been important to me for a long time. Um, it's something that's, you know, near and dear to my concerns and how I'm doing my dance. And, uh, you know, I just want to, you know, give y'all something to think about. But with that being said, I appreciate y'all. I really do. I love y'all. You know, we're still doing trustee training. You know, the foundation is still here. Nothing's happening. Nothing happened to me. I'm fine. I love y'all. I'm good. You know, I just needed some time off. I got some other things going on. Got into, you know, some other investments that are taking my time as well. So, uh, that's the reasoning. No excuse. But, I can tell you the foundation isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Sold L isn't going anywhere anytime soon. So, um, I definitely appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all checking the show. I appreciate the new listeners. I appreciate the OG listeners. You know, just something for you to think about. The importance of privacy in an information age. If you're interested in any of the offerings of the foundation, check out Welcome to the Foundation and check out the Education tab. We also have a Discord server. If you're looking to get access to the Discord server, email the secretary, secretary at 
Welcome to the foundation.com. I like the Discord server. It's, it's matured. It's grown into its own thing, and I really like that. People are stepping up. There's a lot of people with a lot of information on that server, a lot of knowledge. You know, not just me. And I think it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful resource. So, Secretary, at welcometothefoundation.com, if you want to get access to the Discord server, we may be jumping back on Clubhouse. I'm going to say that we may be because I have people in my life that hold me to my word now. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm a, I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of my word. I'm just, I just be late sometimes. Maybe jumping back on Clubhouse. If that sounds like something that you would be interested, email admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Because if there's no interest, not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. We're not. We're not going to do it. People email and say, yeah, man, I like the clubhouse. Okay, fine, 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 fine. But if no one's interested, hey, it's, it's more time for me, more personal time for me to not do clubhouse. But I want to do what y'all want. You know, I want to provide what y'all are looking for. So, you know, that's why that's why I'm interested. And I'm down. I'm down if y'all want it. If y'all don't want it, cool. Say no more. Say less. Say much less. Discord, possibly some clubhouse. Welcome to the foundation.com. Discord server. Secretary at welcome to the foundation.com. You know, um, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. If you'd like to personally book a consultation or inquire as to trustee training, you want to start your business, have your business credit. There's, there's a lot of different things you could do. Title vehicles. Let me know. You want to start protecting your private assets. Hey, I got your back. Corp- corporate structure and private wealth management, if I had to be specific. But, you know, we're looking to help all of those who are willing to invest in their private education. So as I rant and ramble, I'm just going to tell y'all once again, and, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I really do. Uh, appreciate the, the inquiries as far as what I was doing, where I was at, if I was okay. And, um, you know, I'm back. We back. Foundation's back. Sodell is back. Here we go. Worry about it. I'm usually consistent, so I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'm not, you know, no apologies. It it is what it is. With that being said, I trust that even though, you know, didn't do several shows about a month away, you still enjoyed your luxurious existence. Ups and downs, I'm sure. But overall, I trust that your life has been great. I trust it has. If not, I trust that you're working it, working it to make it great. Working it, working it. And, you know, I trust you had a great week. So until next week, I trust that you will enjoy yourself, your week, and enjoy your life on this plane of existence. Whether it's stopping to smell the flowers playing with a dog or cat, enjoying time with family, friends, children, parents, cousins. There's many things that you could do to enjoy this life. Slow down a little bit. It's not just about working and being stressed and watching the game and cleaning up and cooking food. Life is luxurious and it's glorious. Learn to enjoy it. Learn to appreciate it. It's a wonderful thing. 
So, with that being said, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. You know, my name is So L, the host of the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. It has been my pleasure to spend this time with you, with this information. But I must go. Gotta be out. But as I said, I trust that y'all will enjoy your week. You enjoy yourself. You will take care of yourself. You will say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night as it is very important. And I'll catch you next time. Here on the hottest radio network on the planet, High Frequency Radio Network. Again, my name is Sot L, the host of the foundation. It's been my pleasure. I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.